What up, guys? Welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. I'm Samuel Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And thank you guys for tuning in as usual. Of course, the big news in the music industry right now is Drake, the one and only, who dropped his eighth studio album, For All The Dogs, uh, just recently on October 6th. Really huge album because, of course, uh, hip-hop has been quote-unquote in decline, at least in my opinion. And Drake is obviously one of the big three and for him to drop. is huge, right? It's big news. Um, yeah. But we're going to get straight into it with Drake and his album, For All The Dogs. Adam, I know you have some real hot takes for it, but for me, I'm just... First, let me just say some good thing about Drake is that he's really consistent, yeah. right? He's probably the most consistent rapper out of those um, top echelon group. And he always has some hits, right? He always has one of those bangers that really uh, sums up the year. But for this project, at least, I didn't have a single song really that I could honestly take away from. And no hate to Drake. I just think this album personally wasn't yeah. for me. I know Drake has been uh, listening to some some content creators that are small. I saw he posted um, LC on his Instagram story. So Drake, if you stumble upon our video, welcome. Uh, we <laughs> love you, Aubrey, my Jewish brother. But so I'll say that Drake is no longer a hip hop star. He, and this has been known, he is a pop star. So this is on me for going into this album, expecting different. And I saw a tweet about this. Drake releases albums for playlist consumption. You are supposed to go through the album once or twice, pick out the songs you like, add them to your playlist, because this felt like homework. Getting through this album like six times, it felt like I was I was pushing. And it's interesting because when I'm listening to it, I'm comparing it to J. Cole and Kendrick, the other top two. And it's an interesting thing because we say we want Drake to have more mature content, but he's never talked about the subjects that Cole and Kendrick do talk about. And if he did, it probably wouldn't even come out sounding good. So it feels even weird to compare them because the content is just so different that, I mean, he's in a completely different lane. He is a pop star and I come to Drake albums wanting hits. And I will say this is not an awful album. This is not like some trash off. I've heard <laughs> way worse. That being said, this is Drizzy Drake. This was his worst album he's made. It's, it just, it just happens. That's what, that's what it is. So I'm going to try to go through this quickly before I get to other points. Mm-hmm. A quick summary of of each song and how I felt about it. <laughs> uh, Virginia Beach. You start an album with where Pharrell and Pusha T are from, and you just sang, and that was just a weird intro to call it Virginia Beach. We all were expecting something to be said, and it, it just didn't really sound like an intro song, but sounds like a good deep album cut. Amen. Tizo Touchdown is doing his um, he's doing his Ty Dollar sign impression. Shout out to Tizo. It actually, I like this song. Piano sounds cool. Good song. Uh, Calling for you. I don't know what the, why would he put this two minute girl (laughs) speech in the middle? (laughs) I'm not sure if you know this. I think it's, so Pusha T tweeted about like his Delta first class was like the flight was booked wrong and he tweeted about it. So -hmm. apparently they think this was like in response to that because the girl's talking about like flying first class and stuff Mm -hmm. ruins the song. And then just 21 Savage is thrown in at the end for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And a common problem on this project and in hip hop in general right now is too many beat changes. And if you're doing all these beat changes with featured rappers, it turns into feeling like you guys weren't in the studio together and 21 Savage just had this verse and this beat and they're like, hey, let's throw them together. So that one's not it. Fear of Heights, bleh, Daylight. <laughs> um. Drake, of course, you're singing it. Yeah. <laughs> Shot him in daylight. Why? Why? Uh, 
I'm going to go more into depth about this point later because I know you wanted to talk about it too. Uh, Drake rides trends. He doesn't create trends. It's just the reality of the situation. And for some reason, he's decided to do a Playboy Cardi Yeet impersonation on a bunch of these songs. And some of these songs are fine, but the fact that there's like four of the same song on this album make them worse. So I don't need to hear Drake on why? Why? Shot him in daylight. Who did you shoot? Who did you shoot? Is that so? That's whatever. Um, first person shooter. Thank God. Mm-hmm. We got it, boys. It happens. We got the J. Cole feature. And it's amazing. And the Drake part is good in the beginning. But what was the point of this beat switch? It just, in my opinion, like makes me want to turn off the song. Mm-hmm. And Drake is just naming people, which, which he always does. He's like, Jazlene, Marlene, New Orleans. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Pack them all <laughs> in like some sardines. Like, dude, it's Drake. I mean, Cole washed him. Like, how did he come in with that verse? It was so bad. Mm-hmm. But fire first part of the song. So happy. Mm-hmm. Um. I uh, I don't give a blank featuring Yeet. You see how this this started with a jazz. It gave it was getting big jazzy vibes. It kind of sounded mm-hmm. like something like um on the Travis album. What's the song with Westside Gun? It kind of gave that uh, like oh um, I forget the song. I know what you're talking. about. You know what I'm talking about. It had mm-hmm. a really it's like jazz. There's a trumpet playing. Like oh my god, mm-hmm. is Drake getting in this lane? It's a Yeet song. Mm-hmm. We're not Yeet fans, so this might be the best song on the album to that group of that demographic of people. Mm-hmm. I am so happy for you guys. Uh, this is just not a song that I'm going to be personally playing. It's whatever. Seven mm-hmm. seven nine six nine Santa mid slime you out. Man, you're really killing Bro- Drake right now, brother. Yeah, wait. There's some good things. <laughs> slime you out. Good song. It didn't feel like a single, and this is exactly how I felt about it. It sounds like a really good deep album cut from a Drake album. Good song. Applause to you guys. Uh, <laughs> Next up, Bahamas Promises actually sounds like what could have been the intro to the album, the way it starts with the dogs barking. Also, it would have been really cool. Snoop Dogg should have just narrated this whole album. Mm-hmm. That would have been a really cool idea. Uh, but that song's fine. Tried Our Best is probably one of the more catchy songs that people will be playing on this album. Cringy lines in it, but that's Drake. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Screw the World Interlude. Dope. Really cool beat. I actually wish he rapped on this. That was, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Drew Picasso, fine. Members only did not stick out whatsoever. What would Pluto do was the best song of the album that I didn't hear before the album came out. That's that's what I came here for. Mm-hmm. Just a catchy Drake hit. What would Pluto do? So I did it. That is in my the whole okay flow. That's a great song. All the parties featuring Chief Keef. Chief Keef could have had a way longer part in the song. It could have made it better. Uh, 8 a.m. in Charlotte. Conductor, we have a problem. <laughs> Conductor. Oh, it's amazing. Really good song. He has the occasional corny line, but you know what? He, stick, he sticks to the same rhyme scheme, mm-hmm. and he always has something pretty funny to say with something. The whole Lauren Hill, Jordan Peele. Like, he was going on with that for a while. Mm-hmm. Another great song to add to the Timestamp collection. And I just tweeted about this. The transition into BBL, or BB, BBL Love interlude. It sounded like some West Side Gun stuff. You go from a conductor beat into a soul sample, and then Drake <laughs> writes a song comparing love mm-hmm. to a BBL. And sir, you are 36 years old. And what I, it sounds like a really good beat. And I want to like this song, <laughs> but bust that for a real one. Like, I'm never listening to that ever again. Uh, 
mm-hmm. <laughs> gently. It's just like mm-hmm. he just made a Bad Bunny song, which is the same problem that Travis did, which is interesting. That Bad Bunny, debatably the biggest artist on the planet, and this is not his fault at all because he did his thing and his right. Just like two bad hits that were supposed to be like huge mm-hmm. crossover um, beat hits, and it's it's a fine song, whatever. Rich Baby Daddy, actually mm-hmm. fine, but it did not need the sexy red verse at the end. It could have ended after the scissor verse. F- fine song. Um, another late night featuring Lil Yachty is the same thing as uh, Daylight and mm-hmm. I don't IDGAF. <laughs> like it's just the same type of Playboy Cardi. What? What? Like, come on, do different mm-hmm. ad libs. Also, yeah. Drake is in love with this new whisper flow that he started mm-hmm. doing on that Travis song, where he, <laughs> he's scared of the six. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. I don't like that flow. And yeah. it finishes up with "Away from Home," which was a good song. Polar Opposites, good song. Mm-hmm. So, like, problem in this project: a lot of long songs, a lot of redundant <laughs> topics. Um, that was a long rant that didn't even fully encapsulate how I felt about the album. Wasn't the worst mm-hmm. album, but a lot of these songs just. The fact that there's so many of the same type of songs, it ruins the best versions of that song. Yeah. There and just going back through this, <laughs> just going <laughs> back through this one. track list. And no, I'm happy you got that out. For me, I can't even go individually by these tracks because personally, this album, like I said, wasn't for me. Just looking at the time, the time length, an hour and 25 minutes Bro, and 23 long. tracks. It is, it's just not needed. And I understand it, right? Drake right now is in a place where he can create projects um, where they don't have to be cohesive. The fans yeah. can listen and they can be able to pick what songs they like most of it. But that's what I kind of, I'm kind of upset at Drake because this is something that he's been complacent with. Although he's created a space where he's able to do this, that has also impacted how his albums are received. And when you can't make a cohesive album, people in general aren't going to like your albums as much. I remember, um, you know, when 8 a.m. and Charlotte came out, Adam sent it to me and he was geeking out. I even remember seeing Mike Quill, um, a rapper from the UK, yeah. saying, oh, Drake's about to drop a classic just because this single. And guys, Drake is a businessman. He knows what he's doing. No, You're going to listen to 8 a.m. and Charlotte and it's going to be nothing like that on the yeah. album. And when I heard the album, that's what it was. Um, listen, I'm not going to say anything bad because Drake is somebody who I look up to. I've known Drake. I've known Aubrey since he was Jimmy from Degrassi, right? When my half brother was living with me, we'd be watching Degrassi all the time. I and love Degrassi. I'd be seeing Drake and watching his career develop from like 2008 all the way till now has been amazing. But I can say really loudly that the last album that I truly liked by Drake was Scorpion. Because even though that album wasn't cohesive, the amount of hits on that album it was, I mean, there was hits on hits on hits that yeah. complete ruled the whole entire year. Um, but when I look at this project, I just don't like the sound, the trap sounds, his flows. I mean, his rapping is is is. I just I don't get these this 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 lack like this lazy type of flow he's using. He's trying to imitate other rappers like Ye or Playboy Cardi. Yeah. Um, the features were kind of. Uh, just underwhelming, except for the inclusion of Tizo. Um, I was really excited to see really Tizo. Um, he's getting a lot of praise and shout outs and just, um, you know, hype from his his fellow peers. And to see him on this album uh, was really great too. And like you were saying before, Drake, um, and this is what Adam said. So before you try to roast me, and this is the word to Adam, <laughs> which I do agree with though, but Drake is someone who doesn't create trends. He rides trends, right? If he hears Afrobeats, he's going to hop on that. If he hears Make House, he hops on that, yeah. right? If it's Trap, um, 21 Savage type music, he hops on that. He hops on that, but sometimes it just doesn't go well. And when you keep doing this whispering flow, this voice, the beat switches, like first person shooter, incredible. Then you do this beat switch. That's ex- the same exact beat switch on Jimmy Crooks. 
and it just it gets yeah. underwhelming and it wasn't needed and then you'd say michael jackson beat it like quit it quit it yeah. man uh, you don't have a thrill in your discog <laughs> but and that's just all i have to say about this album man it really yeah. wasn't for me truly this album the reason i was looking down so much was because i don't have it to my library it's not even yeah. in my library. I had to look it up on Apple Music. Yeah. Um, and again, I love Drake. Drake is one of the greatest rappers of all time. There's no slight to him. But personally, this album, you know, it wasn't his best. And he said he was going to take a yeah. year off. Not a year off. He yeah. said he was going to take some time off for his mental health. And, you know, that's good for him. Take care of your mental yeah. health. But um, take some time, man. Because when you drop every year like that, it's you're not going to have a lot of things to yeah. talk about. And another thing, too. You were talking about how Drake usually doesn't have content like K-Dot or J. Cole True. Yeah. Uh, Drake doesn't usually talk about social issues. But he still had content that was um vulnerable if you listen to nothing was uh, nothing was the same uh, take care even thinking like, like it was vulnerable content that like oh wow yeah. i feel something now everything is just surface level and it's like i just i can't relate to this man and joe yeah. budden was saying the same thing and drake is trying to grab joe budden i feel like that's just not it um, it's just a critique maybe you should let it go yeah i don't know what do, what do you have to say uh it sounds like the album was made while he was on tour which is like uh -huh. fine i mean make a fun album if you want uh mm. His it's just weird that his music has gotten less mature because yes mm. he ha doesn't rap about like political issues or anything like that mm. but he used to be very talkative about his family and about his past mm -hmm. and once again I don't need an album of Drake talking about being a dad for a whole mm. album but like dude you have a son now like I I don't know make some type of song like I don't mm. need a whole for your eyes only's um, she's mine part one part two <laughs> but. Yeah, you can make you can make something deep and not have your son on a song about shooting in daylight. Mm. <laughs> Shout out Donis. Bro, <laughs> I was so confused. I'm like, do you yeah. know what song your song is? I, I like, like, like when you lick that. Yeah, he was spitting. Uh, dude, I, I don't know, uh, he, man. All I can he, say is, yeah. You, you go these ahead, lines <laughs> these lines make me laugh. These are not even the worst ones. These are just ones mm. I wrote down randomly. He mm. said, Don't don't tell me you're scared of little Aubrey. That made me laugh. Mm. Um, him doing the whole Nadine, Christine, Justine. He said, yeah. uh, post, post nut clarity, I came to my senses. That's, sir, you're 36. And try to grease me, we're not in Mykonos. Um, try to get into you like a voter, like in, trying to get mm. your box like a voter or something. Mm. He's, I don't know what he's doing. And people yeah. say, and I get it, his formula works and he sells a lot. Mm. My point would be, don't you have enough money? Like, do you really care about sales? Like, you're Drake. Mm. We saw Jack Harlow, who is still trying to like solidify a spot, make an album that was just hip hop rapping on beats. Mm. Which I get it; he's just not going to do that. But like, Jack Harlow is still trying to solidify himself. You are solidified. Mm. You can do it any type of music you want, and it will probably be good. He's really good at making music. So it's you hear a song like 8 A.M. in Charlotte, and you're aware he's very he loves hip hop. He was a fan of clips mm. growing up. He loves Joe Budden. And he goes on the radar freestyle. He knows what's going. He knows what's up. So he has the ability to do it, and he just chooses not to do it. He has the writing yeah. ability to make the best bars, and it's just – I don't get why he chooses not to do it and tries to please every single person. It's – honestly, I take back anything I said about honestly, never mind. That's cool that he made an album that was, for the most part, one sound besides Jimmy Cook's at the end. But, like, cool. You made a – you tried out a different lane. I can respect that. But when you're trying to make music for every single person, you're just biting off more than you can chew. And yep. that's just how I feel. It was disappointing. And I, I'll even continue what you're saying too. I think the formula is not working anymore. On the formula, he was hopping on trends that were at least popping or had some you know, viability. But when you're hopping on this type of trap vibe, 
which is still niche and I still don't think it's projecting anytime soon it, it kind of gets old like I hear this project and I'm like what's the difference between this CLB and her loss it sounds like a combination of all those albums it into does. one for this project right it it does but this album gave me a lot more respect for CLB and for her loss first of all I always <laughs> liked her loss I think it's actually just like mm-hmm. a, it's it's an album that was made to be bumped like it's a lot of mm-hmm. good songs for the gym or pre-gaming or stuff to get mm-hmm. you hype very much enjoy her loss Certified Lover Boy, yeah. you go through it. Some of Drake's best songs ever are on Certified Lover Boy. There are some like. really good tracks on it, like Pipe Down, um, Champagne Poetry. What an amazing way to start an album. Okay, fair, fair. Top, there, top tier Drake intro. If I go to the album right now, here, I'll quickly load it but up. But I don't know. When you say, I kind of, again, I'm, again, I've known Drake for such a long time. When you say that CLB has songs that are his best ever, that automatically rose me the wrong way. Because there's no way by I'm a, default. Cause, <laughs> you know? I'm going to go through it right now. In the Bible, I actually love that song. Big fan okay. of it. Um, TSU is a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you Only Live Twice, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross. That's actually a really cool beat. It's like, mm-hmm. basically I'm saying that that's, I go to Drake, I want to find the songs I love. And sadly, this album I came away with Currently, three songs I really like. I really like 8 a.m. I really like mm-hmm. the J. Cole one besides the beat switch. And I really like What Would Pluto Do? Some songs mm-hmm. might grow on me, but it was just disappointing because I, I came there for just some catchy, good bars. And it just it wasn't it. It was yeah. not it. Hey, but um, this is not a good look either for hip hop, right? Because um, I, I keep saying it over and over. Call me a pessimist. But like I say, hip hop has been really slow in 2023. And when your biggest artist can't necessarily deliver, how does that look for the genre? Yeah. I mean, it w- I saw someone say this, and it was like an interesting take, that if, if Drake is going to experiment in these genres, like put on some like small artist. Like that's always cool. Like J. Cole put on Moray, like his hometown kid, put him on a song where he's singing like a gospel-type chorus. That was sick. So I think that was awesome that he put Conductor on the album. He's he's mm-hmm. posted – um. Macami's album Pray for Haiti before on his Instagram story he's praised Griselda like that's sick I've never seen the Twitter timeline so excited for one person like it felt like we all made it seeing that conductor made it <laughs> on this album so like that was yeah. that was sick of Drake to do and I think it's like dude look at the reaction you're some of these diehard fans I get it you don't have to make music just for us, us boom bap heads who want bars and we want West Side Gun type beats but if he did he would we drop an album. And I, I think I either tweeted this or texted you this. I was listening to um eight out of ten, eight out of ten on Scorpion, mm-hmm. DJ Premier or uh, Sanchez Rose. Yep. Either way, mm-hmm. you get DJ get DJ Premier on your album, yeah. please. Don't go yeah. crazy. Yeah, and that's one thing I'll always give Drake song. praise for. He does such a great job of really um, hyping up the youth. I'm also happy to see Tizo, who even gave. Um, uh, you know, Sexy Red, a lookout on the previous CLB. He gave Lil Durk his huge hit when he dropped, um, what's the song, Baby? Laugh Now, Cry Later. That literally put a spark in Lil Durk's career. Yeah. You know, like stuff and like that he's always Lil, been doing. Lil, Lil Durk was double XL like 2014. He's been around. But that but was yes. the next level. Even Durk admitted himself, right? And that's what he said, I always um, thank Drake for, right? He shouted out his girlfriend's cosmetic line and he said, Drake's song, do a million streams. I'm just promoting his shit. I love that. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's how that's how we feel about For All The Dogs. You guys yeah. let us know what you think. But Adam, you know the drill. What's your playlist title and leading single? Unless you got more to say about Drake. I was about to say, I woke up at 7 a.m. Yeah. this morning, and mm-hmm. actually the words shoot him in daylight were so stuck in my mm-hmm. head. 
I could not huh? go to bed for an hour. Like whenever I would try to like get a thought out, like shoot him in daylight. I'm like, no. Y'all listen stuck in to my low head. vibrational music, man. Y'all need to. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Let me. Hmm. You could, if you know your playlist, I'll do it first because I, I got to look. I think I had an idea of what okay. I want. Okay, unless you want to talk about the the West Side Gun, but uh, for me, uh, mine is gonna be. Uh, oh, I, I I kind of had an idea, but my playlist title is gonna be "This Is Why." Uh, the song is gonna be "Running Out of Time," which is one of my favorite uh, songs from this year from Paramore's project. "This Is Why" was dropped this year um, in like mid February, and that project is one of the best projects so far this year and it's gonna do really well when it comes to the awards but something that paramore did which was really cool was they dropped a remix album of their this is why project and essentially what they did was they were looking for their favorite artist or artist that inspired them um gave them some of their songs and they completely remade the tracks in their own style and they put it up in an album and obviously they are not the ones to to create this but you don't see it as often and it was just something that was really cool really dope uh Haley, one of her interviews she said that we've long wanted to recognize the connection we have with some of the artists who've influenced us and bands um and who also cited us as an influence uh read this is why it's almost remixed album some of the songs have been remixed sort of classically while others were reworked or rewritten it's incredible to hear all our worlds colliding and coming up with this type of marketing strategy it's not even a marketing strategy it's just artistically cool you don't see it as much i just wanted to highlight highlight paramore of course i'm a huge more fan but yeah that's really dope now that's actually an awesome idea it's similar mm-hmm. kind of to like what denzel curry did where he released his mm-hmm. whole album with a jazz version of it mm-hmm. i think that's sick like release a new yeah. chop and screwed version of your album i don't know doing something yeah. like that especially getting people that you're inspired by uh, shout mm-hmm. out to them i'm gonna choose a song i was listening to at the gym that i love uh bash mm-hmm. money by west side gun featuring lil wayne because that mm-hmm. new lil wayne project that he released i don't know if you listened to it it was not good and <laughs> the fix, the fix. Yeah. Was the- <laughs> that, was, that was not a good album. That was not a good album. But he sounds so good on West Side Gun oh, and on man. Tyler the Creator production. So someone has to get mm. Tyler or Gun on the phone. But Gun is coming out with a new album. It might be mm. next week. It's not the thirteenth, but the week after. Um now you Did play you for Gunna? me. No, West Side Gun. Maybe I said Gun. West Side, West Side Gun. Gun. Coming out with mm-hmm. a new album. Uh the follow up mm-hmm. to his debatably classic pray for paris uh mm. and now you pray for me i know it got mm. jid on it i know it has denzel curry on it i can't wait for the jid okay. feature i think it's the same song okay. honestly i mean we're gonna get stove god cooks is a very acquired taste and i have that taste because i am a, i love him and i think he's probably gonna be mm. featured on this thing like 10 times as he always is i mean we're probably getting another conway benny west side gun track i'm excited because yeah you might not love his rapping style or his voice, but man, mm-hmm. can he pick the right beats and the right people in song and make a long album that's actually pretty enjoyable. Yeah. And the fact that Griselda are so niche, <clears throat> but they've been able so to popular. obviously last this long and still so popular. It's incredible. So shout out to West Side Gun. I'm excited for this project. You already know him, how huge of a fan I am for yeah. Play for Paris. Him, him, Rock Marcy. I mean, man, they have so much. Uh, they've inspired so much to, to hip hop right now. And mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, it's crazy that such underground people are actually so well known. Mm-hmm. It's it's so sick to see. So shout out yeah. Gun. Shout out to him. And one of the segments we wanted to talk about, which we really wanted to share, obviously a post Drake album, but which albums have disappointed the most recently, or which artist has disappointed us the most between twenty twenty till till now? Um, I have my list yeah. stacked and ready. You have yours. Who wants to go first? We can go um, one each. So you share yeah, one, and I'll one share each. one. 
So we kind of talked about this last episode. Uh, I'm going to go with 2000 by Joey Badass. Okay. It's, it's honestly, it's a very bold move. It was very good for fans. Like, whoa, 1999, mm-hmm. this is the sequel to it. Yeah. Always a bold move, though, like years later to come back and make a sequel or something. It's like making Dumb and Dumber mm-hmm. 3 in like the 2000s. Yeah. And people are like, this is not compared to the first Dumb and Dumber or yeah. the mass sequel. So it's hard. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an awful album, but this kind of felt like, oh, Joey's going the wrong direction right now. Yeah, so that's my first one. And like you said already, it's always hard to kind of top what you already did, especially when you're marketing in that direction. 1999 is literally yeah. a classic, and it's hard to, to top that and call it 2000, right? And I think Joey at this point, he's kind of happy where he's at now. He's acting now. He's doing a bunch of different things. So this whole pressure of him being the one, I think he's kind of shaking that off a little bit. Of course, we still hope that he can be the one. Yeah. But I still enjoy 2000. But of course, for me, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, it didn't it's not a bad album. Mm-hmm. Just disappointing. Yeah. For me, I'm going to go Jack Carlo, Come Home, The Kids Miss You, uh, which right, dropped in early May of 2022. And I've been following Jack Harlow for a minute. Um, he's Big been man. doing a lot of different uh, different things uh, with his crew until he finally signed with signed with was it now Generation Now, um, and Generation working with DJ yeah, yeah. Drama. I forget the name, but with yeah, DJ yeah, Drama. And I just felt like it was a lot of pressure for him to kind of please everybody, kind of make that pop type of music. But he came in super hard of Jack Man in late April. Um, and that's yeah. to me still one of the best rap albums of this year. What? Yeah, you heard me. Jack <laughs> Harlow's Jack Man is still hey. one of the best rap projects of 2023, and I mean that. That project is incredible. That's... The fact that he didn't market it or anything shows how 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 much he takes his craft serious, and that's yeah. what I want to hear more of. From that's him. how you bounce back from something that maybe commercially people didn't like. I will shout mm-hmm. out though, the song Nail Tech was one of my favorite songs that year, and it really oh, yeah. says a single he, he. fire mm-hmm. song. Uh, yeah. My next choice of disappointing. This the man. So I, going into college, I was not a huge trap fan. I didn't listen to much, but this mm-hmm. might, probably is my favorite trap album of all time. Is please excuse me mm-hmm. for being antisocial, Roddy Rich, and mm-hmm. that next Roddy Rich album, Live Life Fast. It gets a lot. <laughs> of it. I'm not going to say as yeah. much as that, but one of those people where you're like, oh, Roddy Rich is going to be a star because he has uh-huh. the box. He beat out yeah. Justin Bieber and whoever that other person was competing That's with Selena him at Gomez. the time. Selena Gomez mm-hmm. and. He has Ballin' with Mustard. What, like, amazing song. Like, good vibes mm-hmm. every time you listen to it. So I love Roddy's voice. I like him on Too Easy Remix with Gunna. So this was just disappointing. Yeah, nice one. And it's kind of sad, too, because I guess his popularity has kind of taken a decline a bit. Um, I still feel like he can come back, hopefully. I mean, he yeah. has the talent to make the hits and feed the I streets mixtapes. Oh, man, if you know, you know. Um, for me, this is going to be a left-of-field one, but it's actually going to be Ed Sheeran. Right. And obviously Ed Sheeran is like a huge artist. We know this, but he's yeah. been kind of dropping um, some albums that haven't been as favorable. He dropped some track this year, um, early May 2023. Um, and just to get some context, he got a 3.8 on Pitchfork. And this is Ed Sheeran, Jeez. the guy who had like Shape of You, Thinking Out Loud, Photograph, Lego House, and all these big albums. Yeah. He's been kind of struggling to kind of put a project together. Um, but he dropped a second project just recently um, called Autumn Variations, uh, late September. And that project I actually liked. Some people still don't like it as much, yeah. but um, hopefully he can pick it up too. He's one of the artists I've enjoyed. And his hustle, his story of how we came up, um, really inspiring, putting in your thousand hours. Yeah. Was it five to three thousand? What is it? Ten thousand? Sorry. Way low. Come on. 10,000 yeah. hours. <laughs> 10,000 hours. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to Ed. Yeah. When did Multiply come out? Was that what, like 2013? Ooh. I used to really love the song Sing. Like, 
Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's been a while, sick. but that's the thing. That my... It's been a while, right? So you probably haven't even heard his name come up recently, even though he dropped two projects this year. I mean, so that's where he's kind of yeah. at. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's so famous. He's also, he loves yeah. hip hop. So shout out to Ed Sheeran. He him does. Shout out to him. He loves hip hop. All right. So this was kind of an easy choice slash. It's not a bad album. It's disappointing because Kanye is so good, but mm-hmm. down to two. Um, mm-hmm. Down to two is a long project. It didn't even come long. out. Donda two? Oh, I mean Donda one. Donda two is the one okay, that's on okay. player. Donda one. <laughs> Boy, that's a there. There's great tracks on it, and it's not. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it's the most disappointing album ever, but mm-hmm. so it's kind of going back on my comments from before. But Kanye recently has started riding trends versus setting trends. Mm-hmm. Kind of started with um, the life of Pablo, but. You see him like getting on drill beats and things that just weren't for me. There are some really good tracks in that thing, but it is long. It is hard to get through. He's also doing a Playboy Cardi impression on it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I'm it's gonna push back on you a little bit, man, because I thought Donda was amazing project, and although it wasn't a My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, I still think it kind of all the hype he was doing in the stadiums, all that was worth it to sit down and hear Donda. It was cool, yeah. And to say that he has been hopping trends, I don't agree with that either. That gospel, um, Yeezus type of sound is what inspired Travis to make Utopia. Like, that sound was his own sound. When you listened to Donda and you heard the production, it was insane. Ultra Ultra Light Beam felt more like a product. Obviously, he's been on the church vibe for a while, but it felt like a product Uh of Chance the Rapper's coloring book, that song. I feel like he took and, it to another another level production wise. Like, oh, I'm not saying the Love of Pablo is an incredible mm-hmm. album. I'm just saying that yeah. for like the start of him not pushing music forward, but like making mm-hmm. great versions of what's already popular. Him making yeah. a designer, making a trap music. It's a great album. Uh-huh. But yeah, this album like he's doing drill and he's bringing on like mm-hmm. not Pop Smoke but the other Fabio Four. But that was one Fabio track, Four. right? No, yeah, that's what. Just a lot of the songs, like Junior, mm-hmm. like they all sound like kind of Playboy Cardi songs. Like Junior, I be your Okay, hey, hey. fair, you know fair I mean? enough. I'm not saying he made a bad. Like I think mm-hmm. Drake's version of this was a poorly executed. Kanye is mm-hmm. so good; he executes it really well, but it mm-hmm. was just disappointing for me. Not that's crazy. Just, I love I the love bar. Donna. The bar is so high for for uh-huh. Ye. That, like, Especially after Ye and those other couple projects that get Donda, I was like, okay, good luck, Kanye. You actually delivered on that one. Uh, for me, the last person I had was Lil Uzi Vert, right? He dropped Pink oh, Tape yeah. um, late in June. And listen, how I figured out who Lil Yachty was is honestly funny because I was back in high school and I, all my like white peers were the ones bumping Lil Uzi. I didn't even know who Lil yeah. Uzi was. And they kind of rubbed that on me. I found Lil Uzi in his his old previous projects when he was dropping Lil Uzi vs. the World or the, the Perfect yeah. Love Tape. And even Love is Rage, Eternal Take, he always has hits. And when the Pink Take came in, I guess it was kind of experimental, more like rock, emo heavy. Yeah. But um, it was just Not completely perfect. left field for me. And that was a bit disappointing because Lil yeah. Uzi is Loki a star. And we always talk about that double XL group um, with Lil Yachty, 21 Savage, and all of them. All of that was the most Crazy hated group. double XL group at the time. They're the most successful now, right yeah. now, right? Uzi, I mean, someone that I can't say I'm so... His hit songs are amazing. A song like Neon mm-hmm. Guts is like one of my favorites ever. But mm-hmm. I can't say I'm like so disappointed because I knew going into it. I'm like, this just doesn't feel like it's a for me. I'm not a big yeah. fan of this whole, this whole emo rap rock type thing that's going on. I, I listened to that album once. Never listened to it again. Yeah. That's tough. But hey, we got one more segment for you guys, obviously. Um, and kudos to Drake. We're going to do Drake's time stamp series ranked. And Probably. basically, what is it? Six songs, right? 
um, throughout Six his career. Mm-hmm. And we are trying out something new with screen sharing. But this is probably, yes, you can say the heart series, but this is probably the best series in hip hop. Maybe I'm forgetting some. Because there's so, so many wise, versions of it. Like there's like Dead Presidents, but is there more than three Dead Presidents? Like these are six songs in the series. I'm not sure if there's another mm-hmm. series that's gone that long. Mm-hmm. These are, I love that Drake's like, this is my time now. These songs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll do mine first. We're going to do yours first. I say we go, yes, do one at a time and start from six to right. one. Say less. And obviously if you're listening through audio, you can't see it, but you can still listen along. Yeah. Um, my number one spot is going to be 6 p.m. in New York. Um, I know that might be a shock to some people because uh, 5 a.m. in Toronto is always the one track that everyone praises. And listen, that track is incredible too. That was a track where Drake was really putting a hold in the game where he was no longer this singer rapper. He was no for real, the best rapper in the game. But 6 p.m. in New York was like a victory lap. When he dropped, if you're reading this is too late, that was three for three. And at that time, he was number one. And that's just one of my favorite tracks, one of my favorite albums from yeah. Drake. It probably is my favorite album if you're reading this is too late. So shout out to 6 p.m. in New York. I was Let listening to yours. it yesterday. Ready for yours? <laughs> Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was listening to um, If You're Reading This Is Too Late Yesterday. It's, it's just mm-hmm. so good. All right. Mm-hmm. My number one. Drum roll, please. 4 p.m. in Calabasas. What a beat. Okay. All you self-promoters are janky. We established like the Yankees. This whole... Mm. Uh, I love the flow on it because a lot of these times where Drake's like rapping in his in his like serious bag, he kind of does like the same flow for a while and it gets kind of boring. Yeah. I love the beat on this. I love his raps. See Chris Jenner beat twice and I wave. Like, this I love this. That's all I got. And that's where it kind of hurts, right? You just said how much Drake is killing it with his rap, but then you hear his current albums and it's like, why aren't you rapping to that level anymore? Like we said, it's not about ability, it's about choice. And that's what's kind of disappointing, low-key. Yeah. yeah. My second choice, I kind of already hinted at it already. Of course, it's 5 a.m. in Toronto. What a track. Yeah. I just remember, I, I, what do you say? I'm, just, uh, I'm not Sinatra, but I'm just being frank with you, whatever he said. Yeah. That always stands out to me. A load of gun when he's shooting bank. backwards. Exactly. Yeah. So Drake, I still he, wouldn't hit a single yeah. rapper. I'm telling you, old Drake, You people complain, stop, stop begging for old Drake. But that old Drake yeah. just hits different. Yeah. You can skip to number three because 5 a.m. in Toronto is also my number two. All right, say show us. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Let's do your third. Do my third? Yeah. I All right. 4 p.m. My third is obviously going to be yeah, 4 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Calabasas, of course. The flow, the beat, nobody can hold me down. Yeah, I love That was Drake, yeah. Especially now, right now. I love how yep. he goes into the melodic flow into it. Back yeah, the and he went back and forth. I'm telling you, old Drake is just a different breed. Uh, let's see your uh, number three. 6 p.m. Hey. in New York. Okay. Right, so we got a similar top three. Yep. That it's, 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 I have nothing else to say. It's a great song. Yep. Uh, fourth four. is, for me, 9 p.m. in Dallas. Um, I love this song. This is, again, old Drake when he was really coming old up Drake. and proving his worth. And again, even though the beat, some might say it's outdated, that's the sound that I grew up with. That 2000s, uh, late 2010s, uh, no, uh, late 2000s rap, so 2007 to 2010. Yeah. Uh, that poppy type of beat. I love that. I'm sorry. That's just my that's my ear candy. Uh, for you, your fourth place was? Conductor. We have a problem. Conductor. Okay. We have... I This beat, I know some people who don't like loops are going to be like, it was so easy. It's just a, mm-hmm. it's just a choir thing. I think this beat is so good. It mm-hmm. is just... It just sounds like cinematic in your ears. Yep. It's beautiful. The raps... 
I said this before, he sticks to that same rhyme scheme and has a lot of good lines. Then occasionally he throws in a bad one because he's running out of like mm. rhymes. So he said like <laughs> um, an us line with Jordan Peele. Then he said, I'm getting under your skin like an orange peel. That's not his yeah, best like line that. ever. <laughs> but this this song was, I, I loved it so much. I liked it a lot. I remember I heard that line. I'm like, oh, that's a bar. And then I thought about it. I was I, like, wait, oh, orange peel's on top, not underneath. Yeah. And, and that like, doesn't even make sense as a bar. <laughs> he comes hard, though. Yeah, and like the Lauren, it was just rhyme after rhyme. But mm. sometimes he, you just run out of rhymes. It gets a little corny, but yeah. I love this song. I do feel like that's recency bias, though. You'll be surprised where I put it. But my fifth place is going to be 7 a.m. on Bridal Path, um, which just has to be. That that track, he killed it. For a, a recent Drake to be rapping like that was impressive. Even like you said, the, the, the intro track on CLB, an incredible track. And Drake spits um, one of his best verses um, on 7 a.m. on Bridal yeah. Path. For you, Dallas, yeah, is not even Dallas. So I'm gonna say, okay. So this kind of gives up to like what our number six spots are. I Mm. seven a.m. and Bridal Path. Like I just honestly have not listened to it that many times. So Mm. that's like my bias against it. It just didn't stick out to me. Same thing with nine a.m. in Dallas. I honestly haven't heard it that many times. Mm. Like I listened. I was listening to it last night. It's a great song. But eight a.m. in Charlotte, that conductor beat, man, he got me with it. Yeah, maybe because of the re- how recently it dropped is why I have it last. But when I look at all this, the nostalgia is too much. Um, a lot of these are just yeah. classic tracks. ADM and Charlotte, although I, it was a great track, um, it just wasn't as upbeat, right? That was the biggest thing. And obviously, I knew yeah. when I heard this track, most likely this meant that Drake wasn't going to make a song like this. So I was yeah. kind of low. <laughs> I was feeling low. Dun, dun. Uh, but, but, <laughs> the excitement I felt when I heard Conductor, it would have been so awesome mm-hmm. if Drake just let him spam the Conductor tag as he does on West Side mm-hmm. Gun songs. Yeah, conductor, conductor, conductor. (laughs) The the, the real fans wanted that. (laughs) Yeah, but hey, it's so cool to see Drake uh, rapping on a conductor beat. If you guys made it to the very end, we appreciate y'all. Make sure you share your thoughts in the comment section below. Make sure to like and subscribe. And that's basically about it. Anything you want to say, Adam? Ah, go. Ah, nothing. What's our gun album? Let's get it, baby. Yeah, let's get it. (laughs) (laughs) I will see you guys in the next one. Peace.